Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast. The first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the season starts. So let's talk about where we start. Of course, as we continue to think about or feel about how we think this season is going to go, today is a preview day. We are previewing the Syracuse Orangemen against the University of Virginia Cavaliers in New York, up in Syracuse, in their new named dome, not the Carrier Dome. Uh, the game, of course, will be at 7 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, make sure you're sitting down in front of the couch or wherever your favorite place to watch uh, the games uh, whenever UVA plays. Uh, also, the date. How about the it's a cool date today? It's 9-22-22. And, of course, welcome to the first day of fall, officially. So, as we keep going on in, in, in this journey of the year of uh, 2022 for the Virginia Cavaliers, uh, we're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about Virginia, when was the last time they played up there, some of the things they have to look out for as they're in the domed stadium uh, up there, uh, and what Coach Elliott has done to try to remedy, you know, some problems that they may have. We'll talk about uh, some of the uh, coaches uh, at Syracuse and what that means for some players who actually have uh, had some close relationships with those coaches. And we'll talk about some stats of some of the players on their team and our team as well. And then we'll talk about a prediction. I'll give you guys a prediction as well as, you know, who I think will win, you know, this game this weekend or this Friday. So, yes, guys, we are in, in a in a uh, in, in an odd spot uh, when we're talking about University of Virginia football, especially when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. As all of us has noted in the media fan chat rooms. All across the board, you know, when we're talking, we're all kind of, you know, in, in in a state of limbo right now. We're not sure what we're getting uh, coming up this Friday, tomorrow. What do you expect this team, or when do you expect this team to return to somewhat of the form that we're used to seeing them uh, play? I mean, I'm hoping that this team can get back to some resemblance of what we've been seeing for the last couple of years because I can tell you this team that are going to play um, on Friday is going to be uh, ready and waiting to embarrass the University of Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, remember, um, we'll talk about the coaches now. Uh, Coach Robert and I, offensive coordinator for five years, uh, at the University of Virginia, along with Jason Beck, the quarterback's coach. These guys work 
worked intimately with Brandon Armstrong and also the offensive uh, weapons uh, that they had. And, you know, it can't be, you know, uh, it can't be reduced, you know, when you're talking about, you know, what that means from a, from a player standpoint, going against a coach that you fondly uh, uh, love playing for. And then also somebody you had a lot of success under, you know, and then, of course, the coach you have now, you haven't had hardly any success. So, you know, there are those stories and those type of type of things going on inside of them. Now, you know, Coach Elliott did address it uh, at his press conference uh, for the week, and he did say, you know, we're not going to make it bigger than what it is, you know. that You know, that happened. That was in the past, you know, but we can't make it bigger than what it is. You know, he said, let's put the onus on what we're here to do, and that is play the game. That's where the onus should be. It shouldn't be on what uh, these storylines, what, you know, what people are saying, you know, around the game. You know, it's more about what, you know, when they play on the field, the gridiron, and that's what the main story should be. So don't make it no bigger than it is, you know, pretty much just saying, you know, no biggie, let's just play football, and we'll see where all the chips uh, fall from there. But this game will be on ESPN, the main station, not ESPNU, not the Ocho, you know, not ESPN News. It's going to be on the, the main channel, ESPN, 7 p.m., and UVA will be wearing their icy white on whites, white helmets, white jerseys, white pants. I kind of like the uh, the promo advertisement they had for it, too. They kind of had, had one of our players looking like he was, you know, a Game of Thrones character because he had, like, a fur and a sword, you know, fur on his back and a sword in his hand. And he's sitting down like he's on an ice throne, and he has on all white. <laughs> Whoever is doing the University of Virginia... Um, uh, advertisements and promos they're on point this year so far three games in I can't wait to see what else they have but uh, you guys can go check that out online if you like and uh, see what uh, you know what what it looks like what it looks really cool to me uh, first and, and then of course let's talk about the line the betting line betting line hasn't changed at all the betting line is you know one well no it changed a little bit I take that back uh, minus nine it was minus ten for uh for all of until maybe yesterday or the day before so, so so they gave you know they gave a point back to UVA saying that Syracuse would beat them by 9 points so that's what the line is right now Syracuse minus 9 still not great i can tell you they they really feel like um Syracuse is going to put a uh, you know do a number to University of Virginia you know when it comes to uh playing this game uh UVA has not played since 2005, you know, uh, the Al Grow uh, coaching tenure. Uh, since 2005, man, think about that. They haven't been up to Syracuse. Uh, but <clears throat> UVA uh, and Syracuse did play in 2005. And that was when they had quarterback, a uh, running back, Jordan Ellis, run in uh, for the game-winning touchdown in a triple overtime game in 2015 in Charlottesville. On the grounds there, I remember that game. I was there, but yes, 2005. Last time they played triple overtime, UVA won, um, high scoring game. That was the last time. So, you know, there's a ton to talk about. Uh, continuing, you know, with this, 
Uh, we're going to get into some of the players, and we're going to get into some of the things that I feel, you know, this team you know needs to improve on, and you know, and what to look for in the game. I mean, right off the bat, this is not a. Uh, I think this is a pivotal game. I think this is a game that, you no, know, they don't take any of the games lightly. But if there's a game that is that, that's going to turn your season in the right direction or the wrong direction this is the game you know I just need everybody to understand what that is because this game right here he can lose all of his tenured senior players uh, or call or pro bound players uh, immediately feel like you just can't get into shape it's not your fault as a man as men age our body naturally loses free testosterone the man hormone it happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic or active want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testafin. It has been validated five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and drive, and more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference. While every product professes quality, Many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total T, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text COLLEGE to 231 231. Text now and get your bottle of Nugenics Thermo, the most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text college to 213 213. So, yes, guys, um, you know, the, the players that I'm looking forward to having uh, a huge game. Right off the bat, I'm looking for my guy Chico Bennett, man. Chico Bennett, and you know, I, you know, I feel like Anthony Johnson is due to have one of these great games. You know, as as a, a UVA uh, corner, you know, I know he's had some tough times here, but uh, Chico Bennett, Anthony Johnson, and uh, and Cam Butler. You know, I'm looking at these guys. I'm thinking, you know, they have a dual threat quarterback. Uh, on their hands uh, with Garrett Schrader, you know he's he's a big guy, six four, like two hundred twenty pounds, big guy who can run, and you know let's not forget about 
you know, what Syracuse does well. They can run the ball. They have one of the top running backs in the conference, which is Sean Tucker, which always, especially these days, has spelled trouble for the University of Virginia Cavaliers. If you have a good running back, these guys, uh, you know, you know, we, we, we haven't, you know, as of today, I don't think, you know, we haven't, you know, we'll see what they do, but they've had trouble with runs going up the middle, you know, some of their run fits. So maybe, hopefully this is the game, you know, where, where they can uh, get that, you know, have that set up where their defensive linemen uh, are not letting some of the running backs get some free runs and the linebackers are filling and safeties are filling, um, you know, and, and limiting these large gains. You know, they've, uh, Syracuse also has scored 30 points in all three of their games. So they're putting up a ton of points. Um, they've also have not turned the ball over. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that That is a big deal, man. You know, a team averaging 37 points per game and hasn't turned the ball over on offense. So they're being highly efficient, getting points when they need them, a lot of points, and not giving the ball back. So when they have the ball, they're either, you know, they're trying to punch it in or punting just to keep the game out of reach or uh, or close. Now they're 3-0. Remember, they wound up uh, they wound up beating Purdue, you know, w- which was a surprise. A lot of people thought that Purdue was going to go in there uh, to the Dome in Syracuse and win that game. But uh, it came down to the end there, and Syracuse pulled the game out. So there's something going on there, in, in, uh, you know, as far as uh, some positivity up in New York, and that's something that we're going to have to watch out. But, yeah, Garrett Schrader, uh, Sean Tucker, you know, are their, are their top targets, are, are their top players, you know, as far as the QB and their, and their running backs. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what some of these other predictions, you know, that are going to come out. You know, and I'll give you guys my prediction at the end of this uh, show. Uh, now let's get to our guys. You know, looking at Brendan Armstrong's numbers, he's – 52% completion, which is well below what we're used to from him. But we know, you know, the reasons why. You know, he's playing in this new offense, you know, still trying to get comfortable. And, and Coach Elliott has said some things that are very, uh, very interesting and kind of telling. You know, he says he wants Brendan to play within the offense. All right. You don't need to do so much of the extra things. But Coach Elliott is also understanding that you don't want to limit what makes Brennan special, which is some of his ad-lib, uh, his ad-libbing on plays, you know, and allowing him to, to, to do, to, to make a play to be special off schedule. And those are things that, you know, you kind of have to weigh and, and make sure that he's not doing it too much. You know, coach also has said that he wants him to be more of a game manager on the next level. No matter who you are, you still have to manage the game. And that's something that I feel like, yes, coach is, is, is correct about that. But also, you know, you, you got to watch, you know, h- how much you tr- try to limit that from Brennan. It's like we were saying, you know, because his special quality of getting outside the pocket, making things happen, you know, with his feet uh, can be something special as well. But like I was saying before, 52% completion, uh, 710 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. Uh, you typically wouldn't see that. By now, Brennan would probably have thrown for six or seven touchdowns, not more by now, but, you know, different offense, uh, and the focus has been changed more so to running the ball. And, and and this is what we got. 
So, you know, uh, being that they're running the ball, Xavier Brown, who kind of like the breakout player, um, you know, of this uh, football season. You know, it, it was Paris Jones was uh, kind of the breakout player uh, beginning of the season. But we've had another breakout player, you know, and it's a true freshman, Xavier Brown. Xavier Brown is absolutely running the ball the way that you want this ball to be ran in this offense. He's averaging almost 10 yards a carry. Uh, well, last week he almost averaged 10 yards a carry. Right now, currently, he's averaging 7.2 yards a carry. You know, how about last week also? He had seven forced missed tackles. You know, that that is big time. You know, when you're talking about a running back, you know, uh, making the first person miss and then getting into the secondary, breaking tackles, you know, that's, that's, that's next-level play. You know, a lot of the differences between like a, a, you know, and this is early, though, and I'm saying this, but, you know, speaking about him is, you know, when you're talking about a, a pro back to a college back is the ability to use your vision, you know, and, and to think on the field, you know, on the fly, and also your break tackle ability. You know, a, a lot of guys are fast. A lot of guys are strong. But what makes you truly special, you know, is, you know, you don't have to, you know, a lot of <laughs> some running backs aren't fast and aren't big and strong. Think about a guy like um, Emmett Smith kind of comes to mind. Emmett Smith wasn't blazing fast. Emmett Smith wasn't all that huge either. He wasn't that big of a guy. He was a short guy. He was strong and wide, but he wasn't, you know, ultra fast or he wasn't tall and big like a Derrick Henry. But what he did have was superior vision, some of the best eyes that you'll ever see, you know, at the running back position. Uh, and also his, uh, you know, the, the vision and his um, break tackle ability. You know, they, you know, run, uh, uh, defenders would get their hands on him. You know, he would break tackles uh, just innately. You know, you just know how to, like, give some of your body up, you know, and, and let, the, let, let the tackle kind of slide off your body. You know, it doesn't always have to be a bruising Derrick Henry, Christian Okoye kind of a run where you totally, you know, put all, you know, run behind your pad, square a guy up, and just bulldoze him over. No, it's an art to breaking tackles. You know, you give them, you know, you give them a move, they kind of grab your leg, you slide your leg out. Same thing, you know, they hit you and they grab your arm, you kind of move your arm out of the way. You know, if they have your arm, you kind of slither your arm out of the tackle. There is a definite skill to breaking tackles um and Emmett Smith was one of the best that I've ever seen and then also uh Xavier Brown is you know has displayed some of that you know where he's breaking tackles and you know and and, and most importantly what we've had issues with is hanging on to the ball so good on him Xavier Brown for getting the uh the opportunity to uh, excel and, and to show what he can do you know for this uh you know for this squad and you know this is going to be pretty good, man. I, you know I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, you know what else this team has to 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 offer us visually. We're not sure exactly where you know we're going to end up, you know, as far as offensively because we're all waiting for that. But I don't know. You know the, the, this is going to be def a definite. Uh, uh, definite transition we're going through. I said uh, a few days ago, we're being reconditioned. The players have been uh, reconditioned, have been have constantly being reconditioned for uh, this whole summer. 
you know, since Coach Elliott has had them and, and retraining them. Now, us as fans are seeing things in these first uh, three games are being reconditioned to what we should expect and what we're seeing. And we don't like it. A lot of us don't like it. I, You know, I can hear uh, speaking of some of the fans and seeing what they're saying in some of the chats and everything. They don't like what they're saying. But, you know, it's it's, it's a recondition for the future. And, uh, you know, these guys that are, are seniors and pro-bound players, they're not going to be here next year. So the reconditioning is for the youth and for Jay Wolfuck and for the players that are coming into the system who haven't been here yet. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live bets, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. So yes, you know, the defense is another thing that um, I'm looking forward to seeing. The defense has played a lot better uh, this this past week and uh, a quarter uh, at Illinois. So, you know, last quarter, you know, the team, you know, the defensive side of the ball starting to tighten up a little bit, and it looked like they're trying to gel, and, and that's what we want. You know, the only comp, the only thing that I have that, that I'm thinking that, you know, that they could have some issues with is, you know, we get ran on up the middle some. They did slow that down at ODU, but you did see them, get a little loose there in the beginning but towards the end of the game they just started to crank it down you know and, and slow up the other team and you know got them you know to, to pretty much you know, up until one minute left in the game to give up just seven points um up until that minute until they scored there and you know then and, and that's something that i'm looking forward to so you know defensively Let's go ahead and call them out, guys. We got Jonas Sanker, you know, one of the young uh, defenders, you know, on the uh, defensive backfield, who's all over the place. Safety. Let's not talk. Let's not forget about Langston Long. The man had 22 tackles um, in his last uh, couple starts here, and he had uh, two uh, pass breakups and uh, and a fumble recovery. You know, he's playing out of his mind. And, and Mr. Long, I mean, we're looking forward to seeing what else he has to offer for this defense. You know, does he stay in there, you know, when Antonio uh, Clary is able to play? Because right now he's currently day-to-day uh, when we're talking about players that are out currently. Uh, Billy Kemp is out uh, with an illness, and he probably won't be able to play. He was out last week. He probably won't be able to play this week. So they still have to continue to, you know, use, you know, uh, Keaton Thompson in the slot and, and possibly some other players, you know. Maybe Starling can, can can get back into the game, you know, uh, like he was last year, and keep developing, because because uh, they're gonna need him, especially with Kent being out. But but yeah, Mr. Long is is, is doing his thing, young guy, uh, transferring. Chico Bennett uh, from Georgia Tech um, had a sack last week, along with my man Cam Butler uh, from Miami, Ohio, uh, transferred in as well. And these guys are are, are uh, prize bull pass rushers. 
And, you know, they are expected to come in and wreak havoc. And that's what we're expecting to see. And I think they will. I think they will, you know. Um, but, you know, the last time also UVA won, you know, after the defense stopped everyone uh, with the spell, I'm talking about special teams here, uh, was 2011, last time they won a game uh, at the last second for, for from a kick was 2011. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of differences going on, things that, are, that we're not used to seeing, you know, with this team. But this is it, guys. That's my preview. And, you know, my prediction for the game, I got UVA 28 and Syracuse 24. I think the offense uh, kind of gets on track. I think that Brennan uh, and, and, the, and the receivers get back on rhythm. I think the turf, believe it or not, I think the speed turf, how fast the turf is, is um, is uh, you know could play a role because you know we do have a lot of weapons and you know the turf. I don't know about you guys if you've ever played on turf or you ever ran on turf. It just makes you feel faster, makes you feel quicker. Your cuts are sharper, and I think that's something that um, that we'll take advantage of. You know, and that'll you know I think we just have more weapons on the outside and we're gonna have to open it up a little bit more. So. My prediction, 28-24 UVA. Also, you know, great college weekend of sports. You know, quickly now, we have uh, Clemson and Wake Forest playing. That's a huge game, uh, you know, in the conference that we'll get an opportunity to check out. Tech against West Virginia. That That's another, that's that's uh, kind of like the, another backyard battle, uh, you know, because they used to play each other when they were in the Big East, I believe. And for them to... Uh, rekindle their rivalry because it was a rivalry you know because they're, they're kind of close to each other uh western part of uh, the state of virginia and then of course uh, west virginia is right there as well right on top of virginia so yeah they play each other they recruit the same areas also duke are going against uh who does duke have kansas excuse me yeah they have kansas and uh you know that's going to be an interesting game unc against notre dame notre dame hasn't won a game yet this year and of course, UNC has that hot shot young quarterback. Um, May, you know, will Notre Dame be able to uh, pull a win out? Will they go 0 and 4? You know, that is a huge storyline. Then of course, you got Florida versus Tennessee, and you know, just another great weekend of college sports to look out for. And it's officially fall, everybody. I love it. You know, this is my best time of the year. We're about to fall right into it. October is right around the corner. And all the major sports will be on display for us to enjoy. But game is tomorrow. This has been the preview for UVA versus Syracuse. Everybody tune in 7 o'clock on ESPN. This is Big Law on Locked On Virginia. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day.